What makes a maverick? As a ginger punk inspired misfit from the Isle of Man, I followed the path of the possible, using an immense growth mindset and morphing into a maverick along the way. I've lived a life on my terms, had a blast doing it, and been an unconventional CEO, sister, wife, beloved dog owner, and bundle of crazy, spontaneous energy. So I invite you to join me on What Makes a Maverick, a podcast with attitude for those who always wanted to be different, but didn't know where to start. It's here. I'm Carol Glover, the Maverick Maker, and this is the punk years, or as I like to think of them, the best years of my life. So really the subtitle for this podcast is what being a punk taught me about life, work, and today being an entrepreneur. And um, I'm delighted to share with you what is one of my favourite experiences of my entire life. Uh, I think I consider myself very fortunate to have been a student in the late 70s in Britain. Um, A time of utter, utter, utter vibrancy, excitement and huge, huge energy, learning and authenticity in a way that I don't think most of you could possibly even imagine um, the use of that word today, which is used quite a lot, but it was absolutely sensational. So just to rewind back a bit, where did this, this punk phenomenon come from? Well, I'm very fortunate that I've just watched the history of punk, um, Iggy Pop's uh, seminal series from America. So I'm a little bit more detailed than I normally am on this subject. So in 73, the New York Dolls started to play this new form of music and um, Iggy Pop was on the, the edge of that um, that whole sort of movement. And so he's extremely well placed. And of course, he is a great influencer of punk and free expression. And what I like to think of as working class kids music, because that's a lot of what it was. Then one of my personal idols, Patti Smith, came along in 75. And she was a performance poet that did music and she performed it. And that was flipping clever. And then a band that I adored came out of New York City, out of CBGBs, and that was the Ramones. Um, And they were famous for having an album of 12 songs that lasted 16 minutes. And, you know, in those 16 minutes, you got about a 10 hour rush as a result of listening to it and better still seeing them. But in the context of me living at the time in Middlesbrough, um, Britain in 1976 was a disaster zone. It was um, underinvested in, it was dirty, it was dark, it was brooding. And I often tell young people I know now that London was a very, very unsafe place to go. It was somewhere where um, we would go to see the great bands and we would go to the Roxy, the Marquee, the 100 Club. We'd go down the King's Road to see Malcolm McLaren's shop and just stare in awe at, you know, what was going on. And of course, the fashions that were on the street were just amazing. They weren't fashion. They were self-expressions. That's what I want to call them. But it was absolutely incredible. But Bearing in mind that we hitchhiked a lot down to London because we were students. If we couldn't get the coach, we would hitchhike um, down the A1 to go and see a band on in London. So that was um, my my mate um, Sheena and I used to do that. And of course, 
I gave her my treasured vinyl copy of Sheena is a Punk Rocker by the Ramones, which I sort of regret these days because I adore that song. Anyway, the key thing about the punk movement and where it came from was that you couldn't play any music. So what? You got up, there, up on the stage and you expressed yourself. You weren't necessarily into music, you were into chaos. And obviously, the best, most well-known example of that would be the Sex Pistols and the famous Bob Grundy show. But actually, a lot of the bands were like that. But the sheer raw energy of just performing what you believed and what you loved and what you wanted to say to a crowd of people who shared it was absolutely a an energy and a life force that I have never ever experienced um you know since although I I do still love a good pogo or not that my knees are really up to it these days so how did being a punk give me the energy attitude and belief to succeed because I really think it on top of the growth mindset that I know I already had it gave me an extra dimension and a dimension that I've lived with and maybe authenticity is key on that I mean like Johnny Rotten I had bright red hair so you know it was great to have an icon that was a a, a good ginge Um, there's a few about these days but certainly he was mine when I was a student I got to see the best of the best um, I've seen. I saw the Sex Pistols, even though they were banned from Middlesbrough because they played in um, uh, an underground um, in an underground club uh, as the Spots. And my friend worked there; otherwise, I'd never have known it was on. I, you know, bands like Sham Sixty Nine, who really were more probably like Shambolic Sixty Nine, but but ridiculous. And then up in the northeast. I used to see a band called Penetration, but I've seen lots of bands. I can't remember all their names. I've seen so many. Um, And at every gig, I was very proud to wear my Douglas High School for Girls blazer and my old beret with safety pins in it. Um, And what I got from that is I got this, this thing that's very common with entrepreneurs today. I got this idea that I'm full of energy, I'm full of ideas, I believe that I can do this, I can have this thing, I can be this thing I want to be and I'm just going to learn as I go because what's wrong with that? I mean, people were getting up on stage, making the songs up as they went, playing the most ridiculous sounds and everyone was going wild. So what an attitude to have in terms of a growth mindset and a life and moving forwards. And I would say again that the key thing for me was that you could be truly authentic, truly yourself and safe with your people, your tribe, your gang. And that was one of the most amazing things about it. Um, What did I learn about being a punk to become a maverick? Well, everything, I think, probably is the answer to that. But one of the things, I, I'm, I, I have the maverick mindset and I'm you know, still writing my book about it. And one of the really, really key aspects of a maverick mindset is our attitude. And my attitude, the first words it says in my notes is think like a punk. Think like a punk. I've got energy. I've got ideas. I want this. I know I can do it. I've got this. I have the backbone, I'll disagree with people, I'll commit and I'll just get on with it. 
I think being Manx has been great as well because the Manx are a pretty irreverent race and therefore that plays out really, really well in terms of the whole sort of punk attitude. But of course, the big thing about the punk attitude is the ability to think different, to think, to see things differently, to see things through your eyes and to find the people who see things through your eyes as well. So whilst we all stand alone, we're all seeing things in a different way and that is massively, massively powerful. I think the other thing that um, punk taught me, and this is, I suppose, a little tongue-in-cheek, um, you know, you probably know that my favourite band of all time were the Jam, and I'm always a bit uncomfortable calling them punk, but what I'm not uncomfortable about is calling them the highest energy, most astounding and remarkable live band that I've ever been fortunate enough to see. And the reason I'm talking about motivation was because I saw the jam six times. I can remember every last minute of seeing the jam. I saw their last tour at Manchester Apollo in Floods of Tears, but I saw them six times, five times I was on the front row. And that's what I mean about motivation. If you have a flipping powerful motivation for something, you can achieve anything. And finding a way to get, often we used to have to sit at these concerts. So finding ways to get the seats for the front row and think differently and think about how to do it to achieve something you really, really wanted. That was an amazing, amazing lesson. So what um, about the whole punk movement? I mean, if you're interested in finding out more about punk, there is a fantastic book on the era written by a person who lived it. And that's um, a brilliant uh, woman called Viv Albertine of the Slits. And it's one of the highest rated um, sort of biographies, I suppose, written of the punk era. And it's called Clothes, 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 Music, 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 Boys, Boys, Boys. And I recommend that if you want to find out more about what it was truly like to be, a, you know, live and perform within the punk movement and how close they all were and how they all collaborated and got on and shared. So I um, highly recommend that. But what did punk in, um, instill in me? What is it that it left me with? Well, number one, <clears throat> that passion for what you believe is a great thing and don't let others tell you it isn't. Use your passion for good. Use it to help others, to do things, to entertain, to enthuse, to inspire. Use your passion for good. Number two, do what you love. And I know when I started coaching, I had to do a lot of reflective thought about things I'd done and the work I'd done. And I often used to write, I jump out of bed every day for what I can do that day, what I can achieve that day, how I can help people that day. And that's a life that I've, you know, being having these important drivers and values around helping younger people, helping people astound themselves, achieving things. This is really important as a punk because to me, that's doing what I absolutely loved. And of course, the, the, the really um, quite a biggie for the whole punk movement and, you know, for those of us who, who got some of our attitude and ethos from it is do it your own way. Do it your own way. And so I'm going to leave you with that because I want to leave you with it because there is a song from this era that was anthemic for me. And it was a band that I was lucky enough to see once at Middlesbrough Town Hall called Eddie and the Hot Rods. And a song that I used to play over and over and over again as a mantra was do anything you want to do. 
do anything you want to do, 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 do. Yeah, you can't do it without doing the clapping bit. So I commend that to you all to listen to these lyrics. Um, it reminded me a lot at the time of my life growing up in the Isle of Man, especially the first verse. But actually, the most important thing about that, that track for me was do anything you want to do because you can. You've got this. You've got the attitude to do it. You can do it on your own. You can involve others. You can find your tribe. But do it. Do it. Do it. So that is my key learning from the punk years. And it's a pretty major and mega learning, really. And I was so, so lucky to get to live it. So until next time... Stay true, stay authentic, and be fierce, kind, and brave. Want to live life on your terms? Then subscribe here to this podcast or follow at Carol Glover Coaching on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, or check out the website carolglovercoaching.com. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, Stay fierce, stay kind, stay brave, and most of all, keep smiling. Thank you.